Dasher. Dasher. Bridger. Vixen. Comet. Cupid. Donder. Blitzen. I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Welcome to the Christmas Day edition of WIA National News, presented by Alara. Now, their president, Michelle VK2AYL. Ah, Christmas. And yes, it's the December 25th, 2022 edition of VK's National News Broadcast on VK1 WIA. Joining us this week, and a happy Christmas day, from Shirley VK5YL, who will be covering the international desk, Maria VK5 Mike Alpha Zulu, with the operational news covering contests and a look through the DX window, Linda VK7QP will handle special interest group news, and a welcome from the States, Sal MB, KB3, Tango Zulu Delta. But joining us now, WIA Immediate Past President, Greg Kelly. Merry Christmas! This is Greg, VK2GPK, with this week's comment. Welcome, everyone, to an entirely Alara-produced edition of the WIA News Broadcast. Alara being the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, formed in 1975 with a mission to encourage women's interest and active participation in amateur radio. After another lap around the sun, we approach all too soon the end of another year. Another year of natural disasters, unfortunately, affecting us here in the land of drought and flooding rains, this time with catastrophic flooding in the eastern states that is still impacting so many. These events do, however, highlight the great community spirit as volunteers rally to help those in need. Overseas, an illegal war demonstrates both the best and worst of humanity. This year, the ACMA, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, continued their march to to Clark's licences with the release of another consultation seeking feedback on their intent to move the amateur service to a Clark's licence. The consultation also sought feedback on the basis for a higher power operation, although I should note that these two topics are quite unrelated apart from being included in the same consultation. The WI formed a working group to address the issues in the consultation, of which I'm sure most of you are aware, and the WI has a firm position on a move to a class licence of no disadvantage. I must congratulate the consultation working group led by Peter Young for a very professional and comprehensive response that they have formulated, which has now been submitted. The response addresses all of the identified gaps and disadvantages in moving to a class licence. However, the elimination of an individual government-issued licence poses non-trivial challenges to offset, which have been raised by the working group in the WI response. Whilst elimination of individual licences is intrinsic to moving to a class licence, it has many consequences that are not easily avoided and likely workarounds are far from perfect. Some of these are reciprocal license impacts for Australian amateurs, state-based legislation that refers specifically to the possession of a license such as the 10 metre antenna provisions, issues with police stopping and querying mobile amateurs either in vehicles or in parks etc and transiting customers internationally when in possession of transmitting equipment. In discussions with fellow amateurs, there is some confusion as to what moving to a class licence entails. It is not, as many oversimplify, a free licence. It is, in fact, no licence. Nor is it a prerequisite to higher power options. 
Fundamentally, the use case for a class license for EMS service is a poor fit, especially given we have a perfectly serviceable non-assigned apparatus license, akin to putting a square peg in a round hole. Quoting directly from an ACMA published document, our approach to radio communications licensing and allocation, uh, ACMA states that class licences are for shared use of the spectrum with minimal to no licensing hurdles and no associated regulatory fees for users. In other countries, this kind of licence is sometimes referred to as unlicensed use or general authorisation. Class licensing is useful in authorising the use of spectrum for or by unaware users and, use, and users who are not necessarily mindful of their use of the spectrum and ubiquitous devices and technologies. Coexistence between devices authorised under a class licence is generally based on the device characteristics and is managed by the class licence conditions. Um, we generally have a no protection policy regarding class licensing. It is uncommon for us meaning ACMA, to clear established users from class license spectrum. However, we have previously varied class licenses to reflect changes in the environment or developments in technology by providing additional uses or varied operating conditions. Finally, it must be, un that's the end of the quote. Finally, it must be understood that moving to class license is a really big deal, the biggest change in many decades and if we, that is both the amateur service and the ACMA, get it wrong, it will be difficult, if not impossible, to rectify easily. As I mentioned earlier, there is much confusion about the real-world impacts, so your help in making this topic of discussion at your local club or on the air would be appreciated. So enough from me. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas, season's greetings, happy holidays and a great new year. And thanks again to Alara for the, this broadcast. Maybe this could become a regular feature. What do you think? This is Greg, VK2GBK. Welcome to the Christmas Day edition of WIA National News, presented by Alara. Now, Shirley, VK5YL. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, RAC, ARRL, NZART, EHAM, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. We commence with news from Region 3, our own region. HAMS help return lost five-year-old to family. The children's game of hide-and-seek at a railway station went very wrong in August of 2020 when a five-year-old girl chose an unfortunate spot to hide from her three brothers a train that pulled out of the station shortly afterwards. She was eventually able to disembark further down the line at the Kolkata railway station, but because she spoke only Hindi and not Bengali, she could only explain her situation with her tears when police found her crying at the station. According to a report in the Millennium Post, a year passed in which the girl was sent by an NGO to a children's care home and enrolled in school. She gained fluency in Bengali and soon became an honours student in her class. Unable to track down her parents all this time, the administrators of the private home notified the West Bengal Radio Club of the girl's predicament, according to Ambarish Nag Biswas, VU2JFA. 
club members utilised their network of contacts and were able to trace her family to a bordering state in eastern India. Photographs shared with the family on the WhatsApp mobile platform confirmed that this was indeed their missing daughter. The little girl went home on Saturday, December the 10th. Region 2. In the US recently, hams teamed up for a radioactivation that turned out to be a living museum and a tribute to history. Visitors to the Vintage Radio and Communications Museum of Connecticut were part of a celebration of history taking place. They watched and heard as Bob Allison, WB1GCM, got on the air using a repurposed Gates BC1T commercial transmitter using the call sign Whiskey One Victor Charlie Mike slash One Bravo Charlie Golf for AM operation on 75 metres. Bob was marking the 101st anniversary of amateur station IBCG's contact with Scotland during the ARRL transatlantic test of 1921. Bob, president of the museum's amateur radio club, told our good friends at Amateur Radio Newsline, quote, December 11 is a great day to celebrate amateur radio, as the day marks the many technological successes of the era. CW's efficiency and effectiveness over Spark, the use of a superheterodyne radio receiver, and the directional beverage antenna, unquote. This year, more modern equipment joined the refurbished gates transmitter during Bob's three-hour activation, which also included time spent on 40 metres and 2 metres sideband. Before he left for the day, Bob made sure he logged one more important contact. Bob talked to the museum visitors who'd been observing him on the radio to share in the triumph of more than a century ago. The Question Pool Committee of the National Conference of Volunteer Examiner Coordinators has released updated questions for the U.S. General Class License Exam. Quite a few VK hams do sit the U.S. exams from here at home in Australia, thanks to the VEA, Volunteer Examiners Australia. According to the ARRL, the new pool contains 432 questions to use in formulating the Element 3 exam for test sessions held between July 1, 2023 and June 30, 2027. The new pool has 22 fewer questions than the current one, representing 73 questions being dropped and 51 new ones being added. The ARRL says the level of difficulty of questions is more balanced and the techniques and practices addressed have been updated. Colonel Jerry Wellman, W7SAR, receives top honours. W7SAR served as the Utah Wing Civil Air Patrol Commander from 2009 to 13, served as the Emergency Services Training Officer for the Salt Lake Senior Squadron, and currently serves as the Phoenix Cadet Squadron's Assistant Officer for Communication and for Education and Training. At the award ceremony, Colonel Wellman was cited for being active in enhancing his own emergency management professional development while relentlessly contributing to his community. He taught emergency management communications classes in Arizona, Utah and Colorado and chaired the Kearns Utah Metro Township Emergency Planning Commission. Wellman was licensed in 1972 and holds an amateur extra class license. He is an ARRL life member and a life member of REACT International. I wish to wish you all a happy Christmas to all our listeners and safe travelling. 
This is Shirley, VK5YL. Welcome to the Christmas Day edition of WIA National News, presented by Alara. Now, Maria, VK5MAZ. Hello. Now, contest-wise, 2023. First to the 31st of January, the Ross Hull Memorial VHF-UHF-DX Contest Marathon. The contest was established in 1950 to honour the memory of the late Ross A. Hull and his pioneering achievements in the study of tropospheric propagation and the development of new equipment techniques for the higher bands. Entrants may operate on every contest day, but the final score is based on the best seven days nominated by the entrant. For amateurs with limited operating time, there is also a best two days section. Logs are due in by the 14th of February. The 14th to the 15th of January, the Summer VHF UHF Field Day. 0100 UTC Saturday to 0059 UTC Sunday, but in VK6 at three hours on to start and end times. 26th of January, the Australia Day Contest. This contest is to encourage amateur radioactivity around the world and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. Amateurs in VK will endeavour to contact other amateurs around the world. VK operators can use the alpha x-ray prefix as they celebrate Australia Day. Scoring is distance-based, calculated using four character grid squares. Contest is held on Australia Day public holiday, the 26th of January. Contest manager is Alan Shannon, Victor Kilo 4, Sierra, November. The Alara contest will be held on Saturday the 26th and Sunday the 27th of August. The contest was very successful this year with a number of amateurs participating. Hoping we can increase this number uh, next year. DX window. Bavay Island Hams launch propagation pole. Few of us need reminders that the Bavay Island de-expeditioners who'll be activating three Yankee Zero Juliet from the remote island are setting sail in less than a month. The 22-day on-air operation will be trying to log more than 200,000 QSOs. With Bavay in the number two spot on the DXCC most wanted list, this is not an impossible goal. While others have activated Bavay over the years, none have approached logging that many QSOs. The team is committed to making contacts. If you visit the D-Expedition website, 3Yankee0Juliet.NovemberOscar, you will find a propagation poll under the tab labelled Latest News. This will enable interested D-Expedition chasers to provide the team with details about their station setup including power and antenna, so that the operators can approximate propagation to a certain region based on the stations calling them from there. During this month, the Fisher's Ghost Amateur Radio Club in VK2 are celebrating its 40th anniversary with special event call side Victor India 2 Foxtrot Golf 4-0. Activity will be mainly on 40 metres single sideband. 
More information can be found on the QRZ page for Victor India 2, Foxtrot Golf 4-0. Be listening for Earl, Whiskey Alpha 3, Delta X-Ray, operating from Senegal until January the 20th, mainly using FT8. He will use his home call with a prefix. In Dakar, he'll be using the prefix 6-Whiskey-1. In Mambo, he'll be using 6-Whiskey-7. On Colac and Solom Islands, Iota number Alpha Foxtrot 045. His prefix will be 6-Whiskey-6. Send QSL direct to Whiskey Alpha 3 Delta X-Ray or via Logs of the World. Listen for the call sign Tango November 8 Kilo from the Republic of Congo, activated by the Charlie Delta X-Ray Papa Group. The team from the Czech Republic expects to operate between January the 7th and 19th on HF bands from 160 metres to 6 metres using CW, single sideband, RTTY, FT8, FT4 and PSK. They will also make use of the QO100 satellite. QSL via Oscar Kilo 6 Delta Juliet, Oscar Quebec, Romeo Sierra or Logs of the World. Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a safe New Year. 73 from Maria Simmons, Victor Kilo 5, Mike Alpha Zulu. This is the Alara edition of the WIA National News Service, originating from VK1 WIA. Hi, it's Michelle, VK2 AYL. I'm the current president of the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, ALARA. Media Watch. ALARA holds regular nets on Monday nights at 1000 UTC. For all the details and other information about our contests, awards and events, check out our website, www.alara.org.au. From January 2023, Amateur Radio New South Wales will be making some changes to the VK2WI news frequencies, starting with 6-metre and 80-metre transmissions. The 6-metre news bulletins will move to the VK2RWI repeater 53.85 MHz, and 80-metre transmissions will move up to the 3695 kHz. Wireless weather, the propagation horoscope. Solar cycle 25 is expected to peak around July 2025, about 32 months from now. Looking at current numbers and predictions, it's worth taking into account reports from solar cycle 19, around 1958, when intense solar radiation produced long-lasting worldwide openings on 10 metres. Solar Cycle 19 had by far the highest sunspot number on record. HF propagation improves at higher frequencies when X-rays from the sun are more intense, and this is tied to the sunspot number. Together with the sun's radiation, measured at 28 GHz, this radiation charges the ionosphere, increasing density. The Australian Space Weather Forecast Centre currently predicts that a large mid-latitude coronal hole helped by some glancing interaction of recent CMEs, will cause geomagnetic disturbance. It's too early to predict if the expected G1 storm will put a temporary halt to the excellent propagation conditions of late. VK, ZL, Asia and Africa can be heard on all bands in most of Europe at the moment. Welcome to the Christmas Day edition of WIA National News. 
presented by Alara. Now, Happy Holidays! VK7QP, Linda. Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And we start today with Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora Fauna Programme, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. Romanian event marks hiking trails inaugural year. From now through the first half of the new year, amateurs in Romania will be celebrating that nation's newest natural resource, a hiking trail. No doubt plenty of opportunity to activate summits, parks and what have you. The journey of discovery that comes with hiking along Romania's Via Transilvanica is an adventure for hikers, cyclists and horseback riders. It's a 1,400-kilometre trail which had taken four years of preparation. The journey, which marks the trail's inauguration, is also one for amateur radio operators. Radio Club YO6KGS is activating special event station YR1400VT on the HF bands from now till the 30th of June 2023. Listen for their call sign on SSB and CW. CW speeds will not exceed 14 words a minute. For details about the rules and awards, visit the qrz.com page and wherever you are, enjoy the journey. From Romania to France and celebrating the 15th anniversary of Summits on the Air France, special call sign TM15 SOTA is active until Friday the 30th of December UTC. QSL via EQSL. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. CAS5A, Oscar 118. On December the 9th, the CAS5A satellite was launched on a vehicle from the Chinese Sea Launch Platform in the Yellow Sea. The Chinese amateur satellite group CAMSAT build is an unusual satellite in that it has transponders with a downlink in the 70cm band and uplinks on the 2m VHF and the 15m HF band. The novel HF to UHF linear transponder listens between 21.4275 MHz and 21.4425 MHz and that slice of HF spectrum is retransmitted between 435.4975 MHz and 435.5125 MHz. A CW beacon transmits 22 words per minute on 435.570 MHz. FalconSat3 is being made available for use for 24-hour periods most weekends. The satellite is decaying and near re-entry, so use it while you can. Downlink is 435.103 MHz. Uplink is at 145.840 MHz. The ARS VHF receiver is very sensitive. Modulation is 9600 BPS, GMSK for the uplink and downlink. The broadcast call sign is PFS311. And BBS call sign is PFS312, and Proto APRS via PFS31. 
Again, we direct all listeners to become readers to get all details of all stories brought to you each week in the WIA National News, best read at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Ireland's On The Air. A team will be on the air from Lampedusa, Ireland, IOTA number AF019, as IG9 slash S59A, from January 23rd to the 31st. The operation will focus on the CQ Worldwide 160-metre CW contest during the last full weekend of January. Outside of the contest, be listening on all bands and all modes for the prefix IG9 before home calls. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio DMR Radio aids rescuers searching for lost hiker. The life-saving capabilities of DMR proved useful to a hiker in New Hampshire recently. Sal MB KB3TZD from our sister service in the USA has that story. A relaxing day with his dog turned into a dangerous trek for Ham who was hiking the trails of central New Hampshire on Sunday, December 11th. He had become lost, and the coming sunset and forecast of snow put him in even greater danger, especially after the battery in his cell phone died. He had been carrying his DMRHT, however, and placed a call for help on the statewide talk group using a local repeater. Bill Barber, NE1B, heard the call and was able to contact the man's wife. She notified police, who joined firefighters in starting a search. Bill also contacted Rick Zack, K1RJZ, who knows the area's trails. Rick stayed in touch with the lost amateur on the statewide talk group while communicating with the search team. At one point, the amateur unintentionally changed channels on his HT, but another amateur, Chuck Cunningham, K1MIZ, noticed this had happened and was able to restore communications. The ham found his way to a road and was picked up by the searchers at 6.30 p.m. Telling this story on one of the QRZ.com forums, Raul Skip Cameo, AC1LC, recommended that hikers carry DMR radios because their batteries last longer. Skip's story did not identify the ham, but wrote that thanks to three amateurs who heard his call on DMR, the wayward ham is going to be able to enjoy another Christmas holiday with his family. This is Sal MB, KB3, TZD. Thanks, Sal. Now we wrap up our special interest group news on this Christmas Day with news from Yota, Youngsters on the Air. An observation. When you are an amateur radio operator, it's easy to make someone else happy. That's what a retiree from Oregon and a youngster in Wisconsin both recently discovered. A late November day found Chris Billings, WA7RAR, activating a local park near his Oregon home. It was Thanksgiving Day, and in a fitting mood for the US holiday, Chris was grateful to find 10 metres open. He decided to call CQ on that small portion of the band where technician class operators can legally operate SSB on HF, hoping to give newcomers a chance to work him. A young voice emerged from the pileup. It was Bennett Bachman, KD9WCG, aged 10. Chris learned that this was an especially happy moment for the new ham. It was only his second QSO on 10 metres. Chris mailed Bennett a QSL card, along with a note that he wasn't expecting Bennett to respond, especially if he had no QSL cards of his own yet. On December 8th, it was Chris's turn to have a happy moment. 
something from Bennett arrived, a handmade QSL card. Bennett designed the cards himself, sending one to Chris and the other to his first 10-metre contact, Gordon West, WB6NOA. His first contact was a joyful moment too, because Bennett had studied for his licence using Gordon's technician guide. Bennett is now trying to start a ham radio club at school and is studying for his general class licence so he can be less dependent on 10-metre band openings. Chris, however, is glad Bennett found him on that 10-metre opening on Thanksgiving Day. Posting on Facebook, he publicly thanked Bennett for the handcrafted card, adding, I love to find cards in my mailbox, and this is certainly one of the special ones. Happy Christmas and best wishes for the new year from Linda, VK7QP. See you in Hobart for a Lara meet in November. Heading towards the end of the news, it's a quick look at next year's social scene. VK2, Central Coast Amateur Radio Club will not run Mayhem in 2023. The event group are refocusing and realigning the direction of the event and hope that it will return in 2024. VK3, BARG Hamfest will be held on the 5th of February at the BARG Club Rooms. VK, Alara Meet 2023, 4th and 5th of November in Hobart. Alara holds regular meets around Australia and next year it will be held in Hobart, Tasmania. This is an opportunity for Alara members from all across Australia to meet. Thank you to all the Alara members today who assisted with the broadcast. Shirley, VK5YL, Maria, VK5MAZ, and Linda, VK7QP. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from myself too. Michelle, VK2AYL. It's Christmas. Spend your Christmas with us here on VK1WIA, your number one radio station.